This episode is sponsored by the Paper Trails Greeting Company. Owners near and far, hear ye, hear ye. There's an amazing company that's dedicated to celebrating and encouraging every runner that laces up a pair of running shoes, and it's called the Paper Trails Greeting Company. This company offers something that's hard to replicate in a text message, and that is a physical, innovative, and genuine note of kindness that supports and celebrates every runner. The motto of the company is that every runner belongs, and each card proves that. The cards preach community among all runners, and there's a card for each season of a runner's journey. If you've run a new personal best, there's a card that celebrates that. If you suffered an injury, there's a card that lets you know that someone is thinking of you and that you'll come back even stronger. There's even a card that celebrates your significant running other. For me personally, I never felt like a runner, but then I stumbled across the Paper Trails Greeting Company and it inspired me to pick up running again. And eventually it made me feel like I was a part of the running community. Go on their website, papertrailsgreetingco.com and check out their incredible selection of cards. Use the code LACTICACID in all caps for 15% off your order. They also have inspirational stickers and PDF printouts, so be sure to check those out as well. Then follow them on their social media page on Instagram, Paper Trails Greeting Co., as well on Facebook. And always remember to celebrate every runner and that every runner belongs. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen, Saints and Aches, and welcome to Lactic Acid. I am your host, Dominique Smith. As always, I appreciate everyone following this podcast. I appreciate uh, your support for listening in, for your uh, positive reviews on all of our platforms, and uh, just for, like I said, your support. It definitely means the world to me, and this podcast is going big places, and I'm excited for you all to take this journey with me. On today's episode, we have Mr. John Hunt. He attends the North Iowa Area Community College and he is a baller. We had some interesting discussions about uh, the transfer portal and how it is affecting junior college athletes, why there's a stigma against talented junior college athletes. Uh, He's a big Russell Westbrook fan, specifically when it comes to NBA 2K16 which was interesting to hear. Hey, I got mad respect for it, so I can't hate on it. And we covered a few other topics as well. So I think it'll be a great episode. I think it's someone, something, excuse me, that everyone will like, and you'll get a chance to know him. Before we proceed, do me a favor, as always, if you could go on our social media platforms, we have on Instagram, Lactic Acid Pod, on Twitter, Lactic Acid underscore pod, Go on our website, lacticacidpodcast.org. Under construction a little bit, but we're making it right. We're getting it where it needs to be. So that should be up and running soon. I'm still plugging away TikTok, y'all. You know, I'm not confident in it. It's bad. It's bad. But still follow me. Maybe I'll learn what to do one day. I'm going to keep trying. Follow our YouTube page as well, Lactic Acid with Dominique Smith. And then subscribe on Apple, Spotify, and our different platforms where you can find it, Anchor. And if you could leave a nice review, five-star review, if you love the episodes, definitely subscribe for the latest content. We are rolling every week, guys. So I am very, very excited. As always, be blessed. Hope you enjoy the episode.
What's going on, ladies and gentlemen, saints and ain'ts, and welcome to Lactic Acid, the podcast where the takes are fresh, the ideas are ripe, and that makes us the best in the bunch. I am your host, Dominique Smith, and today I am super pumped to bring you one of the finest athletes in Iowa. He's going to be tearing up the track and field scene this year. Really excited to see where he takes off. He is none other than Brother John Hunt. What's going on, man? Appreciate you coming on the show. How you doing? Not too bad, man. Excited to have you on. Excited to talk some track and field and uh, for you to grace the show. Really excited about some of the things you have to say. But I have to ask you this question. I ask it to everybody that comes on the show. No exceptions. If you had to pick a superhero to describe your game on the track, who are you rolling with, man? Mm, That's a great question. (laughs) I'm going Batman. Batman. Okay. I like that. Batman. Why Batman? Just dark. Everything dark about him. Like that kind of zero dark 30 kind of. Like, I like the comeback scene. I like talking people down. I just think oh. of Batman. I like that. I like that. So you're a finisher. Yeah. That's what's up, man. That's what's up. Like I said, really excited to have you on the show. And so let's just jump into that, man. So tell me the full range of events, because what I was looking up, you you can do pretty much anything. Mm-hmm. What are the ones that you concentrate in? So right now, I'm kind of focused on, for Endo right now, just the 400 and 600. But out of high school, I was more of a 4-8 guy. I ran the 4x8 a lot in high school. Okay. I like that. That sounds very painful. So I don't envy you because that's a different kind of pain. Anything, anything over 100. That's that's the different kind of pain, especially the four and eight. So tell me, man, how'd you get into the sport? So middle school, I would just hang out with friends. Like we might as well just do track. And I was doing the 100 and 200. I wasn't very good at it. I'm like the 800, you know what? I'll give it a shot. I I won by a lot. I was running like 230s in eighth grade. Wow. And nobody could stay with me. So I just decided doing it from there. So you're a four and eight kind of guy. Would mm-hmm. you ever consider, let's just say, and I hope this happens, let's just say you make <laughs> the Olympics for the World Championship. Would you ever double? No. <laughs> Still to this day, no. I I don't understand people who do who who can double that <laughs> in the state championship, let alone that's a different breed. That's but how painful is it? Like give see, it's I like how do you, you go ahead, go ahead, you're good. It's like for uh, after I used to run the four by eight and eight hundred. Sometimes I wouldn't be able to do the eight hundred after the four by eight because I was in so much pain with my legs. It's like a different type of hurt. <laughs> oh my gosh! Just seems hard to explain. Like the four hundred is bad enough. Like you mm-hmm. know, this show is obviously called lactic acid, and so you yeah. get through three hundred meters, but to do that twice, you're a real one, man. Yeah. I that's all too. That's nothing. I'm ever attempting to do but the but, 600 there's a lot of pain too yeah i said that's probably the worst pain really it's why is the that? 600 yeah more than it's the eight like, it's, yeah 600 way it's like a it's like a mixture of four 400 and 800 into a one event so it's a really different breed probably because it's faster too yeah i guess that is true Man, listen, it couldn't be me. It will never be me. So, so hats off to you on that. So how's the season going? How's training going for you? It's going all right. We kind of get back in the swing of things. Um, first week we had, most of the team had COVID. So we were on lockdown. 
but we're getting back in the swing of things. How have, been, next week. Oh, how have you been able to kind of, I want to say no one's been able to maneuver it, but adjust mm-hmm. to this kind of new wave? You know, obviously the pandemic is still you know, on full front and then COVID, you know, like you said, it's, it's affecting college athletes, yeah. it's canceling meets, it's canceling games. But how have you been able and your team been able to really kind of lock in and, you know, despite the distractions, be able to do what you need to do? Uh, just staying healthy, masking up, getting the vaccine, washing our hands when needed, making sure everybody stay a little bit apart now since uh, we had a little COVID scare at the beginning of the season. So we're making sure stay cautious so we won't ruin everybody else's season. Yeah. So being a college athlete is something that is very, very, very difficult. It is mm-hmm. very time consuming and there's so much that goes into it that people don't understand how are you able to manage and be successful in doing so in addition to being a high-end athlete i'll make sure i get all my words now because school comes first here especially at a juco gotta go to the next level trying to go to a d1 and d2 school gotta make sure i put my work first and i always try to make sure i have a 3.0 and all my class like in my grade level so i can go to the next level too it's mostly doing your work first before class like and being on time and going to class, pretty much. Yeah, so pretty much just doing all the little things. Yeah, do the little little things and the big things. Even in a JUCO, like you said, you're trying to, you know, get to that D2, D3, you know, Division One level. So mm-hmm. you really, really want to lock in. Yeah. But it requires even more discipline and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. People who, and I don't really care. Here's the thing. College is college. It's not high school. Yeah. It doesn't matter, you know, if it is juco or you're going to you know ohio state or florida or whatever the case might be it is hard um so how if you were to give someone advice especially a young athlete who's just coming into college who has no idea how it works who has no idea the the workload because you know you do the same thing that all you know college athletes do you have to eat sleep like you said do the little things train in addition to all of the work how do you, well, no, like to the question, what piece of advice would you give someone who just has no idea what's coming? They've been told, but nothing to be told, who's just coming into college in general, mm-hmm. just to how do you adjust to it? What advice would you give them going in so, you know, it could be a little easier for them? Uh, come ready to work. Don't slack off in the summer. Make sure you get trained for the first week of practice. Set that tone for your coaches to know that you're a real about track. Make sure you go to classes on time. Eat well. Let let the trainers know if you're injured. Don't just don't go through injuries and keep your grades up. Don't yeah. be not. And especially for JUCOs, yeah. keep your grades up. What is it that you want to major in? Do you know? Like, how do you want I'm to outside of track? I'm doing physical education right now. Okay. So have you do you have any aspirations of coaching like when it's all said? Yeah. yeah, actually right now I coach at uh, Mason City High School in Iowa. That's what's up. So what do you coach? Just the mid distance uh, or I coach uh basketball. Oh for assistant real? coach, yeah. Mm-hmm. I like that. I like the multi-sport athlete. And so let's let's hop away from track and field for just a second. We'll get back to it. One thing and you know, preparing for the show that I found. Mm-hmm. I didn't see any video of hooping, but I did see that you were a ball player back in the day. You were a football yeah, player. Yeah, I played football through four years of high school. Okay, what position? Wide receiver. Wide receiver. So you played Plano. 
Uh, Plano, yeah. that's, that's right. So Plano, that's Illinois. It's in Illinois. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, I'm thinking Texas. <laughs> and everything. <laughs> nah, it's Illinois. Illinois plays competitive high school football. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. as well may not be as as huge, but mm-hmm. you know there are you know very very great programs really in Illinois all throughout Illinois. What is it uh, that you like about football? So actually a better question. If you had to describe who you were as a football player using, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't, hmm. I don't say using a superhero. Well, let's just say I knew nothing about football, but I knew about track and field. So find a track and field personality character that matches who mm. you are, who you were as a wide receiver. I say Brandon, Brandon Miller. Brandon Miller. Wow. I like that. I was kind of, I'm kind of, I was kind of skinnier and smaller than everybody else in the field. And that's kind of what Brandon Miller is. He's skinnier and shorter than everybody else that he runs against. But Brandon Miller gets it done, though. Yeah, he does get it done. That's a go right there. Yeah, listen, mad respect for Brandon Miller. I like that answer. What was it about you? What was it about football, you know, that made you love it so much? Uh, just playing with my friends. I just want to do it all four years. Something I can't say I, I can do. A lot of people can say they can do it. No, listen, I played football. I didn't – I had hate to admit it. I didn't play – I got hurt. I didn't play all four years. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the summer training and, and then the yeah. fall conditioning and the summer conditioning and all that stuff, yeah, that's not meant for everybody. That is not meant for everybody. So, listen, man, the show, we want to know about John Hunter – outside of the track give the people a little taste about who you are of who you are outside of the track uh man i'm a comedian i'm a walking comedian funny guy okay who who would you compare yourself to like give me great comedians who donkey for shrek so (laughs) donkey so okay that eddie wow eddie murphy eddie murphy i like it I mean, you're from Illinois. Illinois. I'm thinking, you know, can I get some Bernie Mac love in there? Bernie Mac. Yeah. Yeah, I can say Bernie Mac. That is Donkey from Shrek. No one's ever – I've never heard of that. <laughs> yeah, that's why I'm playing myself to Donkey from Shrek. Why that – why that – Uh, <laughs> why that compares? His, his humor, like, he act kind of just like me. Oh, just kind of like that silly – Yeah, yeah. Like that quote, I'm making waffles in the morning. That's like. That's, that's you. Me. Yeah. <laughs> that is unique, man. I've never, I've never heard that. But what else, man? Are you a video gamer at all? No, no, no. I'm retired. You're retired. Okay. I love to hear that. Why, why did you retire? Obviously school. I understand that. Mm-hmm. But when you were in your prime, what were the go-to games? Man. I was playing 2K16 all night when it came out. Okay. Black Ops, Fortnite when it came out. Oh. After that, I just, I just, I just retired. So, so you were a gamer gamer. Yeah. So tell me, in 2K16, who was the team? Who was the go-to athlete? Okay, see, Westbrook. He's unstoppable in 2K16. He is unstoppable. Even, like, without you know how to play, you can score at least 50 points with Westbrook. I've never heard that. 
Westbrook is unstoppable. You could have drafted a pan. So even with that, was Durant on OKC in that one? I think he still was. And you were scoring more with Westbrook? Yeah, I was scoring more with Westbrook, yeah. I was drafted to the paint with him. He was scoring. Wow. That isn't – so nobody could mess with you on 2K? No. Nah. That is amazing. Westbrook <laughs> in 2K16 with Cam- – like, I've heard of Westbrook, like, okay, you know, Westbrook with, you know – not even with the Wizards, you know, because mm-hmm. people are scoring with Bradley Bill, but on 2K16, that's that's impressive. That's impressive. When you're not on the track, what are some of the things you like to do? Well, you're not – yeah, I said it right. Go ahead. Hang out with friends. I like to watch Netflix a lot, too. What's the go-to Netflix show? Man, what show is that? Man, I don't know if you see me still on there. But I used to like watch like a lot of movies, just movies in general on Netflix, anything that pops up. But it was like more like it was just, like any TV show. I was watching the series. Okay. See, I Netflix is going up on the prices, so I can't <laughs> I can't vibe with Netflix like that, but I respect it. Um I'm still on that Westbrook thing, man. That answer kind of shook me <laughs> <laughs> and everything. Um you gotta see like his rage on 2K16. It's just like how they have him set up. He's like unstoppable in the paint. Like we just run down the court. He's, he's not missing a layup. But sometimes 2K, like their rating, their ranking system and rating system is awful. Mm-hmm. So I'm actually curious about, I need to go look that up after the show about <laughs> what, he was, what he was ranked. So what is there to do in Iowa? Never been. Mm-hmm. Never been. In but my city, is nothing. 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 Does that make it easier to like, do work and everything? Yeah. It's a lot of time to focus. Not, not a lot of distractions parties to go to. Yeah, I was kind of looking up doing research. I was like, okay, that's curious. I mean, you know, I'm curious what is there to do. So let's let's hop back to track real quick. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we kind of touched on it before the show. One of the things that is not fair, but it's something that people, you know, think is that, you know, just because someone is a JUCO product, you know, mm-hmm. maybe they're you, you can't hold them to the same level as somebody you can a division one product or a division yeah. two product. And to me, I've heard that, and that is such an incredibly lazy argument, especially if you look at track and field. You look at um Fred Curley, you know, he was a JUCO product. And like, look what he's doing now. You look at uh, Kenny Begnarit, you know, uh, Kung Fu Kenny. Kung Fu Kenny is killing it, you know, just doing incredible things in the sport. If there was a myth that you would want to debunk about junior colleges, especially junior college athletics, what would it be? We're athletes too. Like they just make it seem like we're just off to the side. Juco is on thing, but we're coming to D one schools, D two schools, showing them what's up. Like it's not sweet, and you're making a difference. Like yeah, it's 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 not as if you know. It's just like you're coming to secure a spot. No, you know the colleges and the coaches are coming after you to help. You know their team win a win a national yeah. championship. After what do you make of the transfer portal? 
I think is, you know, very yeah. hard for times like this, but, you know, it was kind of getting clogged up and everything like that. Do you feel so, – so let me ask you this real quick. Do you feel that this helps or hurts the portal? So right now I think it hurts the portal because JUCO right now is full of 2019 students because of COVID, 2020 students because of COVID, and now we all graduate this year. And plus the people that are in the transfer portal right now, that's like that's a lot of people in the transfer portal trying to find schools. So it's kind of like clogging, especially like having it this year, how you change it this year, it's gonna make things difficult for JUCO athletes. So how do you and high school athletes too? Oh, I think I think it is hurting, and I, I do apologize for cutting you off. Got a little um, yeah. um sound difference, but I think it is killing high school recruiting. Yeah. Like yeah. if you are a recruit in high school, a lot of these spots, and the problem is it's not like you're getting you know, somebody that you can develop for a couple of years, you know, these kids are probably going to be, you know, one, maybe two years, you know, kids that you come, I don't want to say they're rentals, but you know, you, they're coming in more established, which is, which is fine. Like I'm not hating against that, but you do wonder how it hurts the JUCO kids. And like you said, you know, you got all these kids graduating and then the spots are filling up. How do you think we fix this issue? I think that they changed the um, like the portal for next year. It will be better. They change it the next season, but having it this season, it's gonna clog it up. Yeah. You see, the problem is I don't think they care. <laughs> yeah, and, and they don't care enough to listen to the athletes. Which is not just a transfer portal problem, not just an NCAA problem. I think it's mm. a track and field you know, issue as well. What is something that you wish would change in the sport? More respect. More respect. And I think they need to add some more like events to the track and field too. Like add a four by two in college. Yeah, that's pretty much it. So four by two. Okay. Mm-hmm. That'd be more competitive. So I'll ask you this. If who who would be, let's say we had it in the pros, who mm. would like the ultimate four by two team be? We got all these talented two two hundred meter runners. Who are the four that you you're going with? So give me like the ultimate four by four by two and the ultimate four by eight. Four by eight, man. Of USA. Yep. Let's see, four by eight. What's that dude's name from USC? I he know he's eight hundred. Uh, the one that just competed he in one. I I forgot. Nationals. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. He has the headband. Um, ah, uh, his name slips me. So let's just say him. Yeah. Now, what is the name from? He literally just ran a 146 and do it. I forgot his name. Bryce Hopple. Bryce Hopple. Okay. Mm, Brandon Miller can sneak, sneak in there and Donovan Brazier. Okay. I like that. I like that. What about the four by two? Four by two. Kenny Bernard, Fred Curley. Thing. Just man, 
Mike, mm, that's Mike a Corman? tough one. I t- some you're gonna have to leave somebody that's really good off. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the problem. Man, I'm trying to. I'm thinking of order. In order. All right, so so we got Kenny, we got Fred. What you think, Titus? Mm, man. Hold on, let me check on this one. <laughs> I might have to go with that. That 17-year-old kid. I went to the Olympics. What's his name? Arian Knighton. Yeah, I think I'm going to have to go with him. And then who's number four? There's one that you're missing that's very obvious that I, I think if uh, I – Yeah, I feel like – I feel like I know you're talking about. You want me to say it or? Yeah, you might as well. I'm just. Noah Lyles. Yep. 19, he ran 1952. uh, Yeah, just recently ran 956 in the 60. So that means we're leaving off Michael Norman. Yeah. Who else are we leaving off? We're leaving off some talent. (laughs) Like that's crazy. But where would the four by two be in the uh, like in the schedule wise? Like where would they put that at? For for college, that's a lot of events now. For college, for college, See, I think it. I think you should make a f- mm. so we got the individuals one day and then. You got the four by, in my opinion, this is my opinion. The four by two would not be a preliminary event, meaning you don't run prelims for it. Mm -hmm. It's just. And if you do that, if you do that, then you could squeeze it in. And it, it would have to be the same for. Every pretty much everything else. Well, and that's the tricky part because personally, I think a four by eight. Um, no, a four by eight wouldn't make sense because that's putting a lot of strain on runners, especially if you have runners who are running both the eight hundred and the four by. Mm-hmm. But it would be entertaining. Yeah, I mean, it's something they could figure out. I mean, it's something you know worth considering. So, just a couple more questions for you. Then we're gonna wrap this thing up with some rapid fire, and then we'll get you out of here. What motivates you? Just me being in JUCO motivates you to get out. It's not a good place to be. It's like rather than being at university, there's more things to do, especially being in Iowa. It motivates me to leave. So what are, some, what are some of the things you've learned just in your time there? The colleges that recruit you out of high school, they probably don't want you no more. <laughs> But uh, it only gets better, like, from here. Just take your time. Yeah. And don't rush things. Don't rush your commitment. Keep your grades up. And so the last thing I want to ask, what can we expect from you on the track this spring and this summer? Some huge PRs. Yeah, maybe make some noise at Nationals this year. Hey, not mad at it. Can't wait to see it. Cannot wait to see it. Know that great things are, you know, ahead of you, especially this year. So 
Let's wrap this up with a bow with a segment I like to call down the home stretch. I'm going to ask you a few rapid fire questions, answer them to the best of your ability. If you cannot answer them quickly, it's okay. Very few people do. We've only had about two or three people really nail it. So it's all good. You ready? What would be actually, no, I want to start with this is a chicken nugget. I'm sorry. I'm messing this question up. Is a boneless chicken wing a chicken nugget or a chicken wing? A boneless chicken nugget. A ch- it's a chicken. It's boneless. Wait, you say that again? So is a boneless chicken wing a mm-hmm. chicken nugget or a chicken wing? A chicken wing? Interesting. That's... Hey, I can't re- I can't refute the answer. I, <laughs> I, def- I definitely disagree. If you had to pick someone to play you in a movie just about your life, they made a movie about your life and you had to pick someone to play you, who are you rolling with? It could be anybody? Yep. I'm picking K. John Smith. Okay, not mad at it. So if there was one food that you had to keep forever and one food that you had to give away... What food would you keep? What food would you get rid of? I'm keeping fries. Yeah. I'm probably just getting rid of squash. Yeah, I hate squash. I'm not bad at it. What is the dream venue to run at? Oregon. Uh, Oregon facility. Yeah, Yeah, Oregon track. Usain Bolt or Tyreek Hill in a race? Right now, I'm going Tyreek Hill. Wow. You say both kind of you say both kind of old, so but you say wow, but he just ran like a four, like two, like oh wow. You're the first college athlete <laughs> to say, and this will be how we start the show. This will be the preview clip. You are the first college athlete to pick Tyreek Hill over Usain Bolt. And here's the thing. I can't be mad at it. I can't be mad at it. I like the boldness. I like the confidence. All right. Tyreek Hill was some Juco too, so. Yeah, he sure was. West Alabama. Uh, I think, yeah, was that the Juco he went to? or I think he went to Coffeeville. 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 Coffeeville, yes. I don't know where I got West Alabama from. I think he... Anyway, yes. Another fantastic Juco product. So couple more questions favorite quote to live by off the off the head that's gonna be a tough one to remember i know i only have one off the head but hold up i got you you look real quick all good man I always like to say slow feet don't eat. Hey, it's a fact. <laughs> so, Especially in, in Juco. That's it's just true. That's true. Hey, I like that. That's it's a fact for everybody in track and field. So slow feet don't eat. If you had to be a guest on any TV show, what show would it be? Fresh and Fit. That's my favorite podcast to watch. Okay. On YouTube right now. Fresh and Fit. I like that. Last question what would be the most memorable thing that you could accomplish in 2022 
probably go, getting going back to nationals and graduating college this year. John, you have completed Down the Home Stretch, the rapid fire edition. Want to thank you, man, for coming on the show. Where can people find you? Find me on Instagram at John Thirteen, and you can find me on Nyack uh, Track. Any anywhere, we'll be racing anywhere. Any competition is you. That's what's up, man. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Listen, please be sure to follow Lattic Acid on Instagram, Lattic Acid Podcast, Twitter, Lattic Acid underscore podcast. I'm on TikTok. Don't know how to use it, but still want you to follow me, Lattic Acid Podcast. Everything. Yeah, man. Everything you need is on lacticacidpodcast.org. That's where you can find the written stories as well as all of the podcast episodes that will link you to YouTube. It will also link you to Apple and Spotify and Google Podcasts. Um, there is another thing that I'm on that I cannot remember because I can't, can't pronounce it, but it will be in the show notes. And do me a favor, leave a review if you like the episodes. It's always nice, and I appreciate all the support. If you are a sponsor looking to work with this show, shoot me an email at lacticacidpodcast at gmail.com. Would love to work with you. Would love to promote your brand to our audience. And, uh, yeah, it will be great. Thank you guys so much, and we'll catch you next time. Oh, oh, oh.